1: of Ring Lovers Podcast. My name is Matt, and again, we're here with Pinky. How you doing, mate? Sup?
0: Not good too bad. Not too bad. bad. Sleep deprived.
1: Sleep deprived, you are. Sleep deprived, I'm sleep deprived. We're yeah, are about that, Yeah. Both doing silly things. Uh, I'll let you go first. Why are you sleep deprived, sir? Uh,
0: I got back from Melbourne at two o'clock this morning with a couple of fighters. Went over there for the amateur show, uh, Moy Vic, and had a good time and drove back straight after the fight's finished. Had a lovely dinner date in Ballarat with the two fighters. <laughs> and then um yeah. It was right a back. candle
1: candle lit dinner.
0: Almost. It was a pretty, pretty nice little ritzy Italian restaurant, eh? Um who'd you go with? It was you and uh Panna Trader. Yes. And Dog Roll Jr. <laughs> oh, is that
1: what you've called him now? Yeah, Panatrader. Pana Trader. That's yeah. good. That's good. We just got to get uh David to change his name. We just got to keep, keep the pressure on David the human, come get on, the Dave, human penipede, the human penipede. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was uh, was it a, a
0: well worth the trip? Yeah, it was actually. It was um, it was, it was sick, you know. Yeah, it was only an amateur show, but for me, like, I don't put the pressure on the fighters for an amateur yeah. show, but I, I get just as much reward out of it, so yeah,
1: it's a bit like. Like what we were saying before, these like saying only an amateur show, like the more of these only amateur shows we've got, the right. better the fucking skills are yeah. gonna get across. Like that, like what you're saying, uh dog got What's his fucking real name? Dan. Dan's Dan got <laughs> Dan got two fights in in a weekend, yeah. which
0: is so you know, like so important. And we found out like an hour before that fight that he was actually fighting the first one. Oh killer. Yeah, because yeah, someone didn't rock up.
1: You know, like, being ready, that's that whole thing about being ready is
0: important, you know, like, you're and, just taking on the I put that post up on Friday night, like, 9 o'clock, going, Dan's, like, we kept Dan ready just in case, and we've only just found out now that he's actually fighting. That's amateur that's right. right. yeah, Muay Thai yeah. for you. They end up having two.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's Like, um, yeah, so all those little shows are, are good. That. So that the, the way they run that series is similar to our SA Muay Thai. Oh,
0: bro, more, more amateur than that no music, like no walkout songs. Yeah, they just like, in the ring next. It's like, in the yeah, ring it's like, next. so-and-so from the blue corner, so-and-so from the red corner. You jump in there and then when the when the fight's over, they usually stand in the middle of the ring and they go, winner from the blue corner, hand goes up and that's it. Cool. Yeah. It's like get in, get out, get the job done, get fucked, go home. Yeah. Fuck, Perfect. That's um, what we need. That's what Muay Thai needs. That's what I said to Sai yesterday. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Sai Naji is the promoter of rebellion, but he's also... Um is one of the guys running this Moivik was um, yeah, and we had a good chat yesterday and he was saying, like, what do you think? I okay, go, man, this is exactly what Muay Thai needs. Mm-hmm. Not these fucking flashing lights and smoke fucking smoke machines and fucking strobe lights and shit. This is what Muay Thai needs because the the coming up is what shit. Like, yeah. And no one's getting a chance to get the experience doing this this shit. And then getting in there and all of a sudden they've got flashing lights and you know they're they're First, time, second timers with fucking flashing lights and shit. Too much pressure, too much bullshit. Mm. Get in. We, we use the amateur scene to to get rid of the ones who aren't really committed to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then build the pro scene so it yeah. is a better pro scene. Yeah, 100%. So there's, so there's a, a good caliber of fighters going into their, into their debut pro fights. So yes. And then there's there is that split too, because right now there's too much sort of gray between what's amateurs and what's pro yeah. and what, you know, like in Muay Thai, yeah. like obviously. Boxing, MMA, they've got their very different sort of things. I think MMA is a little bit blurry too, but boxing, you'll obviously yeah, you've obviously we, got we, that set. We need, to, we need to run it like boxing. Yeah, I think that's uh, that structure is probably the best thing that I've got going.
0: Well, speaking about Melbourne, let's introduce our our guest for this, this episode. I'll let you do that, sir. Um, very good friend of mine. Um, fuck it, he can just do all the work himself. Um, this is everyone, <laughs> Sam Sam Cassidy from the Superfight <laughs> Gym in Melbourne. Um, how are you, brother?
2: Good boys, afternoon. Thank you, you very might, much for having me
0: on. To, you might need to speak in, in, um, in Aussie English for the, um, for the <laughs> listeners.
2: We might try and broaden the horizon a bit. i to listen up and whatever else we can get on there.
1: That's right. Um, <laughs> so right now, you are actually on the side of the road. You're doing all sorts of things. We're just talking to you about uh, you've got your hands full with a thousand things, as well as the fight prep and all that going on. Um, yeah. I'll let you go from there, mate. Tell us what's going on in your life right now. Tell us, the, uh, um, tell us a little bit about uh, just just where you're training and you're leading into this first fight and, and this fight that's coming up.
2: Yeah, cool. Yeah, so still in Melbourne at the moment. So uh, I've kind of rebased myself in Phuket over the last few years, but um, yeah, cruised back home to spend a bit of time with my family and shit like that. But I'm heading back out on this coming weekend. I head back over to Thailand to finish off my camp. So, I'm fighting on hardcore promotions down here in Melbourne on the 26th, 25th of March. So, I'm heading back to Thailand on the weekend for the last two and a half weeks. And then I fly back to Melbourne for, I think it's 51 hours in total. So, land Friday night, weigh in, fight Saturday, and then fly back out Sunday. So, as I was saying before our fair, I like to do things as difficult and as hard as possible. <laughs> Otherwise, I feel like I'm not really living my life, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, how is all your charm and the generic question? How is your all your training going into it and, and your sparring and sort of stuff like that? What's uh sort of what's a regular day? in you know, a training while juggling a Renault and juggling moving front to the other side of the world for you.
2: So. So, in, in all honesty, the training's changed a little bit for me because coming back to from Thailand, I kind of uh, started evolving more as a coach as well. So then I'm one of these people that, like, I give all my time to everyone else and I kind of put myself on the back foot and it's starting to bite me in the ass a little bit yeah. because, like, we, we had the um, a few of our fighters as well on the Moivic on the weekend when we seen pink. And I like to make sure that everyone's still hitting pads and, you know, training and shit. And then I'm like... Get to like seven o'clock. I'm like, fuck! I better do my own training, and then I'm just <laughs> hitting the bag for like an hour. To, but no, nah, I'm I, um, I'm a bit new school as well. I do a lot of strength and conditioning because I'm you know I'm 140 kilos as well, so yeah, I can't be just running all day and things like yeah. that. And I change it up a bit like So I do my strength and conditioning every morning, no matter what. Like go to my mate's gym down here. That it's called the Fitness Concept. And i bang out, you know, like one of those 45-minute fucking stupid things. I've burned yep. about 15,000 calories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm getting a few, like, I, we got a few of the big boys down at Super Fight now. So I trained out at Super Fight down here with Donnie Miller, which, um, you know, everyone in the Muay Thai industry knows who he is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just since I've been back, a lot of big boys have started to come in and wanted to train alongside us. And then, we, you know, we've built a good rapport with them. So. There's about five boys in there over 100 kilos now, so ah, killer, get killer. good clinching, yeah. So we're starting to build a good stable again, and then just as just as it's getting good, I fuck off like an asshole. So <laughs> I was just to say that. yeah, yeah, It's like
1: build a foundation. Thanks, mate, see you later.
2: Yeah, that's quite cool. You, you don't
0: actually fight like a super heavyweight. Like you, you're way more technical than these other. You know, like everyone, everyone's yeah. been for the. I've been in the game for 20 years, and for 20 years it's been coconut throws and overhand. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's literally it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. don't fight like that. You you fight like someone who's like 80 kilos.
2: Well, I've always just thought about that. Like, I I hate K1. I actually started off in MMA completely. Like, I started doing I jiu-jitsu and stuff because
1: I, I did. That. rugby. That's where I started. I started off, my, my thing was like MMA. I was like, I got into the sport which are uh, uh, all because of MMA, and, and as much as this bloke fucking hates on MMA, if it wasn't for it, man, I, I would not, I would not have pursued Muay Thai and, and boxing at, at like separately. You know, if it wasn't yeah. really like an MMA to begin with, you know. So, but um, yeah, hey, so I'm bro. the
2: same, man. But you got you got to shuffle through the shit to find the diamonds. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> true, so I was I was playing like a decent level like rugby down here in Melbourne, and then I did my knee, and then. One Of these things, the trainers were like, I'll oh, go to some boxing to try and you know get some cardio back, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then some other guy just goes, Oh, yeah, big coconut, you're fighting MMA, and then went down that path. And then I was like, fuck This man, it's too much to learn at once, yeah, trying yeah, to trying to do jiu trying to, and I was man. like, oh. And then I end up, it only was it all happened kind of by chance, like I said, I do things difficultly as I can, and I, I ended up, um. My rugby career went down the drain and I went, you know, the best thing to do after that is to go drinking around Europe for like for six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I did that. And then um, I was with the oh, mate of mine. And he goes, yeah. yeah. Um, we're flying back from, um, from Amsterdam. And everything was a bit hazy, as you can imagine. <laughs> and um, he goes, I'm going to go train for a couple of weeks, man, just to, so I don't go back to, to Melbourne like a fat piece of shit. I said, well, I already am, so I don't really have to do that. <laughs> and I said, oh, fuck it, I'll come down there. And then it was just one of those things, man, that I'd put the MMA thing on the back burner anyway. But when I got to Thailand and just it kind of, I don't know, it was as as cliche as it does sound, it was kind of one of those moments where I just had this connection straight away, you know. It was something about the people and things like that. And I was in a real tourist. Like I went to Tiger Muay Thai. Like, this is in... 2010 and i just had this instant connection with thai people and then muay thai and things like that and i was just like fuck this this is for me you know mm. and i started training and understanding because like i'm i've got like a Maori background you know like my new zealand heritage and there's i just found a lot of similarities between thai lifestyle and like thai beliefs yeah Maori beliefs sure. yeah okay right yeah. It kind of all started from there. And I kind of fell in love with the art side of things more. And then, you know, the bonus, I get to punch and kick people in the fucking head. So I was like, yeah, yeah. this is great. Yeah. But as I evolved more and things like that, I came back, spent a lot of time with Donnie and then decided to pack up and head back over to Thailand. And then, yeah, like just really, I, I've embraced a lot of the culture part of it as well. I'm still learning and trying to, but it's just, um, yeah, it's become my life now. It's all I do. So yeah. I, I, all I do is PTs all day. I teach at the gym all day, and then I fight when I can. It's a good life, eh? I,
1: I think it's a good life. I mean, I like, Ping and I talk about it all the time that that like once you find your groove in this sport and and get yourself settled and like it, it turns into like we we're talking about uh before I asked if you're a plumber. I, I was a plumber by trade. There is like my, yeah. this is this is now my trade, you know. Like i and then now I'm trying to part. Like we've got a young boxer in our gym who um. We sponsor. He, he doesn't pay to train the gym. I'm trying to pass the same sort of ideas that this could be a, a, a an awesome job and an awesome life to be to be able to do what we do, you know. Like, and I mean, like it may not you depending on how you finance and all that stuff. You might not be buying fucking Ferraris and all that sort of shit. But we're time. Like the the amount of time we have to be able to do this or to be able to you know do yeah. other things and pick and our just, kids up from school. Yeah, pick our kids up from school or, or whatever. Exactly, yeah. It's all because of the the. The, what what the if you embrace the whole lifestyle of what this is, then it becomes a job, and, a, and it's it's an, and it's a fucking wicked job, you
2: know. Yeah, well, it's like the, like another cliche, you know what I mean? You do something you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, that's it's right, true. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, true, hundred
0: percent. I didn't believe it until I started
2: doing it. You know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And like I'm going back to Thailand now, and I've, you know what I mean? Like I've had a I've had a, a a very eventful life, you know what I mean? Leading up to here, I've done a, a bit of everything. I've been uh, you know, I've been with the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows and et cetera, et cetera. But I, especially the last two years when I was over there during like the pandemic and stuff like that, I just made this decision in my life, you know, like I would rather be poor and happy than rich and miserable. And then I come yeah, here, yeah. I'm making making money every day and I'm like, fuck, I hate my life, man. i not so, not so much hate my life, you know what I mean? But I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, not no, where no. I want to be at this yeah. time.
0: Yeah, you hate the life. I'd rather
2: be going life. back there. And, at yeah. Yeah. making peanuts but happy as Larry you know yeah yeah
1: so um, what uh, so, so when your first stint away how long was your first like when you said oh, I'll come with you and train and all that how long was that first
2: stint away so I, I booked for 10 days I ended up staying for 7 months <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so you know fucking do it hey? yeah um, right so that for the barbecue beatdown yeah so I, I was there for I think it was the, the end of the 2 weeks they go oh uh are you interested in having a fight and i was like well who wants to have a go you know i thought like that at the time i thought they were trying to like stage me up i was like what are you talking about they're like no 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 we had this like this kind of sanctioned fight thing you know yeah and i was like oh and then i was with a mate of mine and it's like Fuck, just do it bro you know what i mean and i was like and they told me you know it's padded and et cetera et cetera i was like oh yeah i'll have a go and then i'm like oh my are like oh this guy over here he's been here for six months training and i was like, Fuck. And <laughs> like i've spent the last i've spent the last six months drinking and carrying on you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, well. And it was one of those things I didn't have time to be nervous or scared about it because it was like three days away. I was like, oh, we'll just see what happens, you know? Yeah. And then from that moment on, now I was like, you yeah, know, this is this is cool, man. This is something I really want to keep doing, you know? And that was they that. Ended up punching that, the snout out of him. Yeah. Where, where was, was that? that? Yeah. Was tiger? Yeah, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Like, as Peggy said, it was the barbecue beatdowns. It's like the. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because they'd get 500 people a month training there. That had people just like square off against each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you and uh was one of those things that I uh, that I like that I've watched before is obviously those tiger fight camp uh, what, like you know, the triads yeah, the
2: tri- like, have you ever yeah. been around
1: when one of these one of those been going on? Is it yeah, uh, I've been there a few times. It, yeah, okay. Is it as full on as what it looks on on the uh,
2: what you see on the on the on the um, the actual YouTube video? It's 50% of what's happening. Some of the shit you, I was seeing in there, I was like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, That's the tame it, version.
1: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. So, if you've never been there to Thailand to see that sort of, you know, the untamed stuff behind the scenes, you look at that and yeah. you're like, oh, my God, that's so yeah. hard, you know? Like, And then when you've been there, you're like, oh, okay. That's, that's a cakewalk <laughs> almost, you know? like <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. some of the other shit you're seeing. You
2: know? I remember one time, I think it was maybe... Might have even been when Alex Volkanovsky and those guys won their tryouts. But like, Longsome Cram and his brother Lai were t- running the Muay Thai session and they had no pads on, no shinies or anything. Yeah, and the boys are hitting pads and they're just going, Fuck it, whack, whack, just like smashing their arms, smashing them with straight knees and stuff like that. Like it was like a fight. Yeah, these yeah. poor bastards on the other side. And yeah. Longsome Cram just fucking smashing them. People were bleeding everywhere, and I was like, yeah, Man. yeah. But yeah, to be yeah, fair, you know, like they they're gaining a whole year of free, free training, free, free accommodation, free food promotion. So if you, if you exactly right, so they got to be, yeah. they got to be put through the rinse. and that was I've never seen anything like that. And I was just like, fuck, I'm not doing this shit. And why I'm not, not trying not? to. <laughs> and, why, and why not make viral YouTube videos at
0: the yeah, same, same why, time? Why,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. It was all the win-win for them. There's ads on it. <laughs> There's, so, there's
1: always some dumb fucking Aussie or dumb fucking American that thinks
2: they can handle it. You can go and fucking roll over and Oh uh, yeah. Man, I, you see you see people's souls leave them, man. Like it was it was one of those things. It was like it was like what they were, what I'd imagine the Marines and SAS type of thing, but just getting yeah, mauled yeah. by ties.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's degrading because they're small
0: little people. So, yeah. yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So after after that barbecue beatdown, um you then had
2: like a proper fight at one of the stadiums in Phuket. Is that right? Is that? Yeah, yeah. After that, I jumped in and um, bashed. I think it was, might have been a taxi driver or a security guard or something from the yeah. you know, local pub. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't know any of this at the time. You know what I mean? I was all. It was still foreign to me. Like that was still in my first skin. So who I thought was across the ring for me was someone who you know had been dedicating whatever time to the thing. Yeah. And I got in there. I was. I was. You know. Like, I always say, if you're not nervous, you're lying.
0: Yeah. So I was nervous
2: as fuck. And then the guy kicked me. I was like, oh, wait, I'm all right here. You know what I mean? I, can, I know what I can do. And I just kept leg kicking and kept leg kicking. In, and it was over in like a minute and a half or so. Oh, second round, it was over. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm running around Bang- Bangla Road after that, like I'm the fucking king of the ring, you know? And I just won a heavyweight world title. People coming up to me, taking photos of that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bash this Thai bloke. This is this is his national sport. He must <laughs> and People like a week later were like, and then yeah, he drives you home. Taxi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was all foreign to me, you know? I didn't, I didn't know any of that stuff at, at the time. And now I see it. I look back. I actually, I asked Tiger to take it off. I'm like, man, it's so embarrassing, you know? But it was my well, first proper fight. It's on so YouTube. I was like, what am it? I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm going
1: to look back. <laughs> oh, straight to
2: it after this. Straight to it. It's, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, what an arsehole, man. <laughs>
1: Hilarious. Um, so yeah, so you had that. So so that was seven months the first time and then you moved, then you came to Melbourne after
2: that? Yeah, Let's back to about, Melbourne because yeah. I hadn't been home for a couple of years. Um, and I just kind of pitter patted around and then I, I'd i come back and I trained with a, a fellow who he was like one of the first ever jujitsu bike rides and he was a guy I trained with before I'd left. And I was under the impression that he was a great striker because he was always, you know, a level above all of us. Who was that? His name is Lee Impey. He's a fantastic... He's one of the most, like, regarded uh, jiu-jitsu practices. Yeah, he rings a
1: bell. bell.
2: He was part of the original hanger squad down here as well. Yeah. Fantastic guy, man. Great coach. But when I... Like I said, I'd only done seven months in Thailand, and I'd done the, the tourist training type of scenario as well. And when I'd come back, I'd kind of just gotten better than everyone else had. So... I got back and I was then I found myself kind of teaching the boys what to do when I shouldn't have been anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It just because I, I gained that experience and then I'd started getting closer to him as it like you know with sparring and things like that. And then another opportunity rocked up to fight and I was like, yeah, bro, like no dramas, because I no, I had another fight. So I had a second fight in Bangor as well against this Russian dude who had a barbed wire tattooed on his head. <laughs> Jesus. And he was 165 kilos and probably about 10% body fat. And yeah, I just, I got, cause you, you know, in Thailand you don't know who you find until you get there. Yeah, yeah. And I got there and I saw this guy, man, and I shit him, yeah? So I'm he's like, like fuck. out. <laughs> I'm like, this is not good, man. And I'm like, talk to the trainer. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know you're fucking away, bro. And he's like, no, trust me, trust me. You'll be all right. I've seen this guy fight. I'm like, you just want your thousand bucks, you little shit. I'm like, just <laughs> let me go home, man, you know? And then eventually I got out there. He threw a punch past my head, and the wind from behind the punch almost fucking knocked me out. Okay. And I was like, "Oh god!" And I kicked him twice in the leg, and the fight was over. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck. I was like, "Oh, sweet." No hard hat. Once really good, and then next one, bang, and then he went straight down. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Big, big, and then he didn't. Wo- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Over. I remember shit myself like literally a barbed wire tattoo across the forehead. I was like, "Oh god." And I don't think he was too fond of anyone like darker than white. <laughs> <So he doesn't... laughs> yeah, he was part of the club. He, ha- he wasn't too happy with me fighting him as well. So he that was, quite, was good. Right? He had
1: some buddies with some bed cheeks. It was good. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah was... right. And then so obviously, um, and then you came back and then you spent a, like you've been in Melbourne since and now you're moving back or have you had a couple of
2: stints? A I've always kind of done like. I've done four months on for like uh, four months back in Thailand, kind of every year until yeah, the end of 2019. So I got my I met my missus over here. She she's a former WMC world champion, and um she was um, training out of here with Donny and stuff like that. And then I went back to Thailand. We'd like she'd been in the same areas as me for the last seven years. We'd never met. And then we met back here, and then you know nothing happened here. And then I went over there, and then we started hanging out. And, and um You know, the only
0: time I've ever it, seen her in Thailand was uh, in Bangkok at the Queen's birthday. That's the only time we've actually yeah. ever, we've actually ever met in Thailand.
2: She's like a ghost, man. No yeah. one ever yeah. sees her in Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like I'm not like asking questions like I'm asking, like, yo, you you're running. I'm running and They're like, no, nah, man, we haven't seen her. Like, oh god, she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then I went back in uh, 2019 and then obviously all this pandemic kind of hit. And I was in a place where I could kind of just, I was still, you know, financially okay. And I was just doing whatever I had to do to, you know, I was doing some PTs and stuff out right over there. And I was lucky because I was still sponsored by Tiger. And then I built up a really awesome relationship with um, Eddie and Brooke Farrell. And yeah. they they would just started out their new gym over there. So I was getting to train at both gyms. I was helping out at Powerhouse and yeah. things like that. So it just kind of worked out. I ended up being there for yeah, like just under two years by the time I'd actually come back here last year.
1: Yeah, right. So, and when you go back, uh, so you're obviously, we we're just talking about you moving back. Uh, when you move back, what's the sort of jet? Are you gonna do the same sort of thing? You're gonna do like? Are you still training at Powerhouse now and doing some stuff? Yeah, so
2: like I'll be solely solely at Powerhouse um, by. A few things with I'm still helping Tiger with because um, they've got their MMA world champion for one now, the heavyweight um, Anatoly yeah. Milikian. Yeah, yeah. So I've been sparring with him for, oh, for cool. through the whole. So with um, one of the head coaches, there, his name's John Boy. He's a great boxing coach. So through him, I still do a couple of bit of sparring with the heavyweights that are still at Tiger and things like that. But I'm predominantly through Powerhouse now, so I'll be yeah fighting for them and, you know, helping around the gym and coaching and stuff as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Do you still uh, do you still speak to Brooke
2: and Eddie and stuff? Are you still in contact with them now with them? Because they're up in yeah, like, yeah. Mexico now, aren't they're they? They're in Tulum and, yeah. So I was I was at a bit of a, not a crossroads per se, but they offered me a job to go and coach over there full time. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I was, and it was just to be hard, like with the misses and all that and visas, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, oh, you know, I couldn't commit to it, so. Yeah, I think that's why big um, oh fuck, what's his name? The fellow from Darwin. Um, he's Mick over there now, coaching.
0: Mick Siebert
2: or something? No, no, he fights with Mick Siebert. Ah, uh, Jono. Oh no shit. Yeah, so that's why Jono ended up going over there and coaching. So there. Jono's over there. Yeah, he's there. He's there helping them coach full time now. No shit. Yeah, and he looks like he's having a great time, man. It's happy. You're not know, in Mexico, you no.
0: Know? Yeah, killer.
2: So yeah, so I just decided to to stick to the Thai, the Thai, um, or dream or experience for the next few years anyway. Yeah, man, it's not it's
0: not a, it's not a bad life, bro. Like, obviously, you you spent time there, and it's frustrating a lot of the time. But at the same time, it's um, when you've got good people around you, man, it makes it all worthwhile, you know.
2: Yeah, of course, and I kind of base my. It's not expectations, but like I see, like what obviously what you did, Pink, and then like you know what there and all those guys kind of did. And I'm like, that's you know I want to kind of get into that. Like, so I'm going when I get back there. I'm studying Thai and stuff like that full time, and yeah. kind of want to you know not just be a tourist piece of shit. Yeah. Of, yeah. I'll, I'll, that's the thing sure. I,
0: with myself. I look at like Leo, Leo from um, Yeah, five Club, and um, we've we've known each other for years, and we used to you know we'd train a little bit here and there together at league boxing and stuff like that and we both sort of started becoming trainers at the same time as well and it's funny like watching what he's doing now fucking amazing hey that's like yeah well that's
2: a dream you know that's exactly who I've kind of trying to emulate my next kind of steps off like I'm obviously just so fresh at the, the start of my coaching part of it but to be honest I love fighting I love that aspect but I'm I'm gaining more love for the coaching aspect rather than the fighting aspect already.
0: Can't blame I'm it. still
2: young, but I kind of, yeah. Like I'd love to be able to say my, my dream or like my my five year vision per se is to be able to do something similar to Leo, you know, like land in any country in the world and people be like, Oh, you know, come, come to a spotted out gym for two weeks or yeah. something like that. And just, you know, yeah, that's something that I really kind of going to focus on after I'm, done with a few more fights.
0: Nugget Nugget was doing that for a while too. So he was when he was at Elite Boxing, he used to go over to Germany, go to Singapore, like he would go all over literally get flown all over the world to do to run seminars or, you know, help train someone for a fight or all that sort of stuff. It's a, it's a killer lifestyle, yeah. man.
2: That's it. that's the yeah, the kind of the dream after I'm done with. I got a I got a little route I'm taking with the fighting aspect that I want to try and go down and um if, you know if that doesn't come to fruition then i just have to accept what it is and yeah and yeah go balls to the wall with the coaching part of life
0: yeah i mean it's, I, think, I find now as a coach it's way more rewarding than it was as a fighter right eh? the thing is you've oh, almost, man. like we spoke about i think on the last um episode with you've almost you've got to do your yeah your, your apprenticeship you know so yeah
2: exactly get your apprentice that's i I've, I've, I've made it to myself that I know I'm, I'm down fucking here. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm still at the start, the start of everything. While I've got a great opportunity to be able to coach in Thailand and things like that, and you know, really be happy with what's going on, I still got to understand I'm fucking right down here, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, we're well not belittled because I'm too fucking big, but
0: <laughs> you know, I'm
2: gonna get people, I'm gonna get the ties giving me a hard time. I'm gonna get people talking shit. I'm gonna get all of that, blah 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 blah. Yeah, but I just, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the challenging part of it as well, which is, which is. See, to know, okay. in Thailand, it takes
0: one thing to get accepted by the Thais, and that's yeah. and that's accepting the Thais. So like learning Thai, yeah. speaking Thai, respecting their culture and every every little aspect of it doesn't mean you have to believe in their culture. You just have to you know un- understand why they do what they do. Um, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. see that you do understand that and that you respect it, then. That's the that's the key in the door where they will stop giving you shit. You'll still get yeah, whacked. That's like, why I saw... train a gay and those fuckheads who uh, just you know so, <laughs> so insecure with their little penises that they they will find any excuse to be a fuckhead to you. But yeah, there's you know most of the tires. I mean, I still have a great relationship with so many tires. They you know because I respect the tires. You know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like I said before, you you're one of those people that I look up to. Just in general, but with the way that you, you know, went and being accepted throughout the whole community—not just in Australia, but you know, worldwide, essentially.
0: Thanks,
2: man. You know I mean? Like even like when you met Gunn yesterday, our, our young Thai fellow. Yeah. He's like, I've never ever ever come across an Aussie that can speak Thai so well. I'm like, that's because he's he's a Thai stuck in an Aussie body. That's why. you know? <laughs> he's <was> an Aussie. <laughs> he I was like, he's such a cool dude, bro. That's
0: so this, funny. I mean, I he play did. rugby? Um, is in Thailand, his name's Du Yen, which is Fridge.
2: <laughs> ah. <laughs> Mate,
0: he's he's like a 105
2: guy, kilo, man. big Aussie, uh, big Thai boy, man. Never seen anything like that. Yeah,
0: he built like a big boy. Feel he, <laughs> uh, he rubbed down Panna for his fight, he helped rub down Panna and shit. Good lad, man. Really easy to fucking... Yeah. He's yeah. like, yep, yeah, he'll yeah, help, no worries.
1: Um. So I thought before we dive into our questions, I thought I'd ask you about this fight coming up with this fella. Uh, do you know much about Liam? Uh, do you know much
2: about the, have you fought? Well, first of all, have you fought on Hardcore before? Yeah, so I fought on Hardcore in 2019. I fought a guy called uh, David the uh, Titan Tui Yeah. So he's from Jason Studies gym in in, um, in New Zealand. He's the biggest registered athlete in the Southern Hemisphere.
0: So he's seven, <laughs> seven yes.
2: Yeah, right. Seven foot and 100. He weighed in 176 kilos the night we fought.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a, just a couple of extra kilos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You plus me, plus plus. Man, I weighed in at 142 or something, and everyone was like, whoa. I've never had someone have to touch something kilos on me in a fight. I was like, God fucking damn it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's hectic. Hectic. And, and uh,
2: I, I actually broke my leg when he, he checked, my, checked my kick in the first round and broke my leg. So I didn't even really get to start going. but I actually finished the round with a, yeah, with a completely broken tool one. And everyone, when I went to the doctor, he's like, there's no way. My like, brother, here's the video. And he's like, fucking hell. Because that's super impressive. <laughs> like, especially with your weight. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: stuff, yeah. So I did like, um, yeah, right, fucking hell. That's hectic. So that was the last time you fought on their show. This next show, as you said, yeah, it's 25th of March um the
0: 25th or 26th says the 25th on uh on your instagram right yeah, the
2: 25th <laughs> okay
0: i um because I, I know i know Liam. like i know his trainer really well and i spent a lot of time in cairns as most people know and um yeah, i've known him i reckon since his first or second fight or something um he's a good lad man and, and he's trained as a cool little nut job from from cairns like he's yeah have you, have you met arty
2: I haven't met him But I, like I've, We followed him and stuff like that, And I see him And I'm like I know this guy's a cool dude You know True, He's a fuck he's
0: just- And he's he so respectful Like people would look at him He's, he's one of those Don't judge a book by its cover People would look at him With his fake yeah. hats And he's got like Almost a full back job of mine On him Like my young um, Oh cool Yeah And he He is actually Just one of the most Beautiful lads Like obviously You, you, you push his buttons He's going to push back But yeah. You know and he doesn't care that you're 140 kilos and he's 60 kilos. Like, hes he doesn't, you know, he, he's like that. He looks like, like he's got a
2: bit of mongrel in him. Yeah, yeah, he
0: does. And, but, man, <laughs> he's so respectful. And in, in the Muay Thai community, he's so respectful to everyone. And he'll say his pleases and thank yous and, you know, like, yeah. this,
2: this is that. Which is so important, man, no matter yeah. what you look like as well. Yeah, man.
0: I was actually having a chat with Pana yesterday because Panna's communication skills aren't so good. And and we're, we're trying to work on <laughs> it. And he, he comes from like a video game and played soccer and played video games like that was literally his life and he's never never had to meet new people and shit whereas now it's like yeah. he travels with me or he speaks to someone on the phone and i yesterday or the saturday on the way over to melbourne we we're trying to get accommodation sorted because my accommodation got cancelled on the way there and <laughs> and he rings up the i'm like and i was like man talk like you're singing you know like <laughs> But all it takes is like when someone's like, How are you going? Like, yeah, good or good, thank you, how are you? Like Yeah, yeah.
2: So yeah, having, yeah, be a bit having, more reciprocal, yeah.
0: Yeah, having having your pleases and thank yous goes a long way. Do you think that's just because they
1: all fucking talk across the internet? <laughs> I don't think I think yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
2: all
0: because no one fucking talks to each
1: other
2: anymore, you know? Like Oh you know? man, you see with the young kids coming into the gym now, man, they're so socially awkward, you know, I'm like yeah. trying to like say, Hey guys, how are you? I'm blah 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 and they're like fucking what the fuck, you know, like but then <sighs> <laughs> but then they'll take a video, yeah, and they'll go home and they'll put this massive story on their fucking Instagram, like, yeah, had yeah, the yeah. best time ever training with blah 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 blah. I'm like, but you didn't say a word the whole time you were here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna deck with me. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty worlds, hard. man. Yeah, man. And that's like, lost with our generation. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Even yeah, even with um Liam, so like um as soon as the fight was announced, blah, well, blah, blah he followed me on Instagram, followed him back, and he sent me this really cool message. He's like, He's like, really appreciate you taking the fight, man. You know, like, um, and blah, blah. And I just wrote back to him too. I was like, bro, like, you know, this is what I love about, especially about the heavyweights more so than anyone. But we always, everyone's behind the scenes. Like, bro, you know, really, thank, thank you for taking the fight. Yeah. Looking forward to having a great scrap and having a beer after, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And I was like, hard, what a cool, cool dude, man, matched.
0: you know? It's hard for you guys to get matched, you know? So they used Yeah, to, exactly. Remember, I went, that, remember the heavyweight scene, like, in the mid-2000s? Yeah,
2: like, it mm-hmm. was like... Yeah, I born in the wrong time. There's not a lot of left too. Yeah, yeah. There's not one left. but it's hard. And i am trying to and like you said before, Pink. I when I go about my way, I'm trying to research the art of military with through heavyweight scene, you know what I mean? Not just yeah. anyone, you know, we can get in there and bang the fucking punch shit out of each other. Leave that yeah. to K leave it to gay one, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're still yeah. trying to put on a display. Yeah. And it's starting to get like that, man. The boys are yeah. starting to come around, you know, like there's a, a lot of good mid-heavyweights you know not not so much supers but there's a lot of good boys getting around you know like and the good gyms i was like even when um hodge Lenny hodgins was down last week and his boy Callum godfrey you know like beautiful left kick and stuff like and real nice style and um christian from ptj like it's there's a slow resurgence starting to come back through yeah for sure
0: for sure it's um but yeah it's it's like the heavy guys and the little guys is just, it's just a struggle at the moment though, like to get matchups, you know?
2: And that's just Oz man, cause I think, I don't know what it is, but everyone's starting to get fucking bigger in Australia, man, you know, like a normal 16 yeah. year old's like 80 kilos now. But, yeah. Pff, yeah. Man, yeah, like just fucking like
1: a mammoth boy. This, yeah. this young kid that we've got, we've been training him for the last two years. He's just fucking like huge. Yeah. But like he's like late, like he's still, like he's not heavy. But he's fucking big. Yeah, man. Like just like, and yeah. even is not a small fucking kid, and no. he's, and he's like, well, what's what's his walk around weight? What, what, what did you just
0: find it? Oh, bro, he weighed in with his clothes on, with a big gut full of food. Yeah, and yeah, like seventy. <laughs> like. That's what I mean. Like yeah. he's not
1: like, and like that's him fully like yeah. fu-
0: fully decked out, you know. So for, for there could be something exciting coming up for him. Hey, I'll oh, um, talk about it offline.
2: I don't want to. Um, <laughs> Ruin I think it's the same thing. We just got the call today as well. I think so. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Too. <laughs> If that happens, man, it's gonna because <laughs> we got our we got our boy as well, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's gonna be fucking cool, man. If that happens, that would be real cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. Especially for that, for that kind of you know area of water. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Let's just totally fuck yeah. with everyone's heads. Everyone's no. going to be like, "What is it? What is it?" No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it good, makes right? sense. Like, and fucking know. To- <laughs> everyone, keep listening to every episode of the podcast. I'll So, uh, exactly do. right. You never know when it's going to drop, guys. <clears throat> it thir- what-
1: thirteen seconds in. What we'll, we'll do is
0: we will um yeah. tell us about your golf. Not just kidding. So what we'll <laughs> what we'll um what we'll do is we'll do a couple of questions. Um, obviously we're recording this really late for, you know, it would have dropped it actually this morning, but it didn't work out. Um, yeah, (laughs) so we're going to be recording again on Wednesday and I probably don't have enough time to get enough questions between now and then. So we'll save a couple of the questions. Um, we'll do a couple of the questions now because we've had a good little chat anyway. Um, everyone's everyone's got a good little rundown of, of who Sam Cassidy is. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll do some questions, and then I'll save the rest for Wednesday. 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 Um, I'll, I'll actually I'll read through them and see what's some good ones. Um, while we're while we're here, what's what's the good options? Um, because we'll try and keep it more a mixture of fighter trainer and not so much just trainer stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, this is a good one because you. You, we've got a mixture of how long we've been in the scene for, and oh, yeah. and you both dabbled with the whole MMA thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, thoughts on press conference banter, like in boxing and and I guess MMA, being a benefit detriment to Muay Thai. We don't really do that, do you? No. So would would you like if there was like, w- do you think that's something that could work for? Muay I think fucking no, and I think it's it'll,
2: it'll it'll take away from the culture of what we're doing. Um, I I tend to agree with you there, man. If, if it's you know what I mean, like as you say, you can go to Sydney and watch the best fighters in the world, and they're no walkout music, no bullshit. They're waiting, they're sitting on a seat waiting just to get in the ring without even being around. Yeah, for sure, it's part of it's part of the culture. It's part of the sport. I think you should stay that way too. So, I, press conferences for? for other Yeah, I'm on that. I think, there's, I
0: think there's two There's two types of Muay Thai, though. There's Muay Thai, which is like us, or there's money Muay Thai, and there's people that want to make a million dollars from Muay Thai. Yeah, but I think that they're trying to do that, as we've said about it before, with the little gloves and the structure of that. I think
1: that's how the, um, they will break through that scene, not through yeah. press conferences and all Because, I mean, really, I mean... Who are you going to get, Liam Nolan, have a fucking uh, a, a rant across the the desk against a Thai? Who's got a translator there? You know, like it's not, it doesn't have the oh, same. Oh, for sure, totally agree.
0: I do believe people do try and create this whole, you know, these two guys hate each other. They, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. They try and like to try and build the sport up because honestly, like the average Joe who knows fucking nothing about boy Thai. Uh, are not excited by Muay Thai because there isn't the stupid shit involved with it. They people don't yeah, get excited yeah. about culture. They get excited about dickheads like fucking um Connor fucking dickhead yeah. McGregor
2: <laughs> calling,
0: every, calling everyone a fucking yeah, yeah, press yeah. conference, you know. Like it would actually probably make Muay Thai potentially, you know, a money-making sport. Yeah. But the detriment is losing the culture and how beautiful and respectful it really
2: is. I've I've never well, done it, yeah. I've never. It, it would filter all the way down through. Yeah, yeah, would sure. through to the crowds again. It already like, does. even the other week we went to a boxing fight because there was a guy who had a boxing fight and the crowd was fucking putrid, you know? Kill him, fucking smash that guy. fucking blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if that ever happened at a Muay Thai show, I'd just walk over myself and punch him in the face. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell are you even doing? So if it was to get to that stage where you're trying to, you know, hype up the fights. You get all these pieces of shit that come along with it. Exactly. You know,
0: obviously those pieces of shit bring money. That's yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's that's the, the hard thing. That's the only benefit. And it's only going to benefit the people that don't love Muay Thai. These, you know, people yeah. say they love it, but do they really? Like mm-hmm. if that's if they're willing to and I believe ruin it, because it is a beautiful sport. And yes, it's a fucking broke ass sport, but it's it is a beautiful art. And it is enough it is a detriment to the art. But do you think that's
1: uh also, to like, as you can go to a to an like amateur boxing show, for example, and it's pretty tame because I think I, th- I think every time you you have kids there, that's when it tends to clean up a bit, you know. Like you get amateur boxing, like we get amateur boxing, and it's the same as like an amateur Muay Thai event, as in like it's clean, like it's when I say clean, yeah. like it, it doesn't have that same rah 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 yeah, thing yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, do you think it's uh, like? Um, the difference between an amateur and a pro thing like we're saying like it's got to be a money thing like it's got to be the money that it is it is a
0: money problem and that's the thing it is it's it is 100 yeah that flashy pro scene that brings in people there's yeah. no there's no money in amateur boxing like no you're right you, yeah. know, you either have a gym with 50 students and you know they fight they fight boxing here and there all, and and that's how you make your money. It's like in Muay Thai in general. Muay Thai in general is like amateur boxing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it. But the the show yesterday was was like an amateur boxing show where it was they get in, they do the job, they go. Yeah, that's like right, it was yeah. it was quite good. Quite good. It also
2: depends what we're trying to get the money for. You know, the money for the fighter, then it's different. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's all, exactly everyone what. will come in. It'll be the, these guys will be more worried about the money for the promoter. You know what I mean? They're like wanted to make their money. And so at the end of the day, we still fucking lose out.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's exactly right. The the promoter, if the promoter's pushing for that shit, then there's a fair chance the promoter is gonna they're gonna get the people in the door. Fighters aren't gonna yeah. it's not like okay, this fighter just fucking you know razzed the crowd up and made his, you know, made us another thousand dollars. Let's give him five hundred of it. There's none of that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You know, like he there's he, no way, yeah. No, it's, it's not, show
2: back into their pocket. It yeah. should
0: be, it should be. Commission based on ticket sales. That's if if you want to, if people should be able to make the money that way. I I believe yeah. it should. Okay, so this gym like it used to be in Adelaide. You make five bucks on every ticket yourself Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know I've had a I've had a show where I've sold two hundred tickets myself. You know that's not bad. Yeah. You know I, you know what I mean? Like it's a yeah. good good little good little fucking yeah pocket filler. You know
2: that's right. side and yeah. then it does push you to try and sell more tickets as well.
0: It does, it does, but it's like, in, it doesn't just make money for the promoter then, everyone gets to make a dollar, there's no reason, yeah, exactly. no why it should be, yeah, exactly, there's no reason why, man, if you're going to do online sales, that's fine, everyone, every gym has their fucking code, so you put in the code when you're buying, like when you're buying online streams, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. the gym then makes a dollar from it, or whatever, you know, so you put in the code, boom, that... Jim now gets a fucking ten dollar credit, or yeah, a, you know whatever it is, like ten dollars yeah. a ticket is what everyone per ticket sale is what you should be making. Ten dollars a ticket, exactly
2: right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard one, you know, because without the promoter and without the promotion, you got no fights, and without no fighters, you got no fights. Yeah, so but it's if like, a, a, you, you know, a, a promoter,
0: if a promoter can't make his money before ticket sales, though, he's doing a pretty shit job. Like, yeah, that's true. He should he should have his his show covered and his um, and his profits made from, from sponsorship. And then- yeah. Or at least
2: be square and then make the money with the tickets. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then he can divvy yeah. up the,
0: the ticket sales so everyone makes a dollar.
2: Mm. Yeah. used to get out. Yeah,
0: My
1: first paid fight was here's the ticket to sell them, keep the money. Yeah, yeah. But that's how. That's how you could do it down
0: at the bottom end of the card. Here's yeah. your base rate to go sell them. Because that's what um, Resurrection do. Resurrection do. Yeah, that, okay, yeah. Like they'll. We don't have the money to pay your purse, but here's twenty tickets, like yeah, thirty-five yeah, bucks yeah. each to go and sell for like a yeah, you know, like a, It's like a semi-pro. You know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's not a, it's not like it's a massive main event. It's just, you know, yeah. it's not like Jason or whatever. Something, it's something, something. Did you, is that how that ran when you fought Brody? or don't remember? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Two ago. <laughs> two, punches two, yeah, go. two punches in the head. Two punches in the head, yeah. Should we push out one more question? Yes, we should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really? What's the best things you can do as, I love this fucking question. Um, what's the best things you can do as a teammate, to support and push your fighters. Just before we start this, on the way home from training, like I forgot about this question to- totally. And me and Panna were talking on the way home last night and he's like, fuck, I, I hate when cunts just don't rock up. He goes, like, he's there every day. Like you would have to fucking strangle him to not come into training. But the p- other people that, you know, they might rock up one, two days a week or whatever. And he's there clinching his fucking 14, year old sister yeah who's 43 kilos because no one's rocked up on a thursday night for him to clinch thursday nights in my gym are yes. fucking dead like us too yeah yeah it's, thursdays. Just, it's, it's weird they never used to usually one of my biggest nights tuesdays and thursdays used to pump for some reason thursdays are dead but there's some nights where you know people want to rock up the bar and people want to rock up to he will just talk about that the best thing my answer to that the best thing you can do to help support your fucking your gym members your your fighter mates and your teammates is be there yeah show up like what like you can't rock up for the whole session because of work and shit that's fucking fine rock in quickly warm up jump in, do your clinching and shit with them yeah hold some pads hit some pads if you're not fighting hold some hold for two people to get it out of the way you know like
2: just be there 100 man like i I don't know if you remember Pink, but after they fought on Bama, I sat them all down and kind of gave a bit of a bit of a speech about how – so this has always been my philosophy, yeah, because it was not really – it was kind of happening when I first got to the gym, but then it kind of faded out. It was – as much as everyone won't like to admit it, Muay Thai is a team sport yes. because yeah, if, you, if you don't have people to clinch, if you don't have people to spar, you don't have people to hit pads with, you're going to be very fucking shit. Yep. So to be, you have to be there as your teammate, you know what I mean? Like – like you said, even if you can't make it for the whole thing with even an hour, it still benefits you because you're still getting work in as well.
0: Yeah, 100%. In the
2: same aspect, if you are going to be there, be there, be present as well, you know what I mean? Don't just be in the gym on your bag doing nothing to contribute to the team. Yeah. Because that's almost worse. It's like, well, you're there but fuck me man, you haven't done anything to help anyone, you know what I mean? You're, exactly. an, you're an
1: unmotivating like, thing you can factor in the gym. Yeah. You know, exactly
2: you're, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: So You're an, Unless yeah. you're yeah. that guy on that bag fucking going hard.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, people, of course, of course, that, yeah. There's very rules in every situation. But yeah, if you're just being there plodding along doing fucking nothing to really help yourself, yep. but saying, Oh, at least I rocked up, well, so like, you might as well not have it because you did fuck all. Yep. You hit the bag for 30 seconds out of the three-minute round. But it's just as long as you're there contributing. Yeah. Then, like I had a I had um a, a, a weird situation with Gun. Yeah. So because Gun's tie and and you know what I mean, so well reserved in that, he he refuses to go hard with me or hit me even. He's like, I can't hit you, bro. You're my teacher. I'm like, but you're not helping me by doing this, man. You know what I mean? Because I'm still gonna hit you back. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know, and then he will shell up. I'm like, Gun, bro, come on, and he's like. He's like, bro, I can't. He's like, you know, like you're my teacher. I'm like, I'm I said, outlaw. Well, as your teacher, I'm telling you to do it. You know what I mean? Trying that yep. aspect, but he just and because he hits like a fucking truck, and I need nice. that in my yeah, own yeah. swearing. You know what I mean? That's, that's my stat- otherwise, I get this dilemma. false sense of confidence that I can yeah. just, you know, fucking do yeah, what, what do. I want. That's right. My he st- understands I- that now, and then I, I really wish I didn't do that because he punched me the other day. I nearly died. Because yeah. <laughs> 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 I do it. My Saturday
0: morning dilemma in the gym is you know, like you're working technique drills with people and you go, all right, now teep. So the teep in the guards, everyone teep each other, they go back and forth. And then it's like, all right, now you're going to like, you know, push it out the way, get rid of, you know, defend it. So all of a sudden they stop fucking trying to teep the person. They're trying to stop before they get to them. Yeah. They're about, they're yeah. about yeah. three or four centimetres too far away to so, not actually reach him. So, yeah. And then, but they're aiming off yeah. the side that they're going to get their leg pushed out to. Yeah. And and I try and say by you doing that, neither of you are gaining from it at yeah. all. Yeah,
2: exactly, man. I'm, yeah, and we're hundred percent on that.
0: Try and drive your foot through their fucking solar plexus and make them have to. Yeah. Yeah, it. Right? Like, same same with clinch. Like just letting
1: them like give some resist. Like you gotta yeah. gotta give some back, right? Because the well, point of, half the point of clinch is like you feel you're working off the other person's feel as well. And then if you're not giving anything back, what's the fucking point of being there? You're, yeah. made, you're a rag doll.
2: I you know? 100%. It's such a hard thing to try and get through it, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. then you've got the, the other extreme where they're fucking trying to rip each other's necks off. Like, oh. and that's right. Lose, lose <laughs> it.
0: As a teammate, yeah. you need to have no fucking ego and yeah. realise that you can't win training. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly right. I actually had a bit of a chat the other day. I can't remember who it was with, but it was, it was about sparring and how... I think I was talking about Shari. And I was saying, like, throwing... You've got to try and... Outscore your the person who you're with with things you're trying to get better at, trying to outscore them in sparring. Yeah. Without the power, it doesn't mean yeah. really place your leg there, go uh, like like and just stop before you get to them. You need to know how to be able to throw a full full speed kick and pull it at the last second. Yeah. yeah. Where you still go through them, but without just locking your leg through them. I, I sort of say to my guys, it's
1: it's got your spark. Gotcha. Yeah. Duck, gotcha. Yeah. Duck, gotcha. You know, yeah, like yeah. make sure them scoring shots are really like boom, you know, like, and then, like, if you, and if you can get them, get them twice, you know, tacha, you get, you know, like you're yeah. you getting them twice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Know, exactly. Like, and and re, realizing if you're getting hit with anything in sparring that you need to work on defending that. that. Yeah. Just because they're not hitting you hard, I yeah, mean, you can, you don't have to defend it. You can just smile and go, yeah, I can take a punch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, that's, Man, a, my some, missus can take a punch.
0: Yeah. I see yeah, that a lot like, like
1: in uh, I'm seeing that <laughs> my sparring at the moment, not not in mine. I cover twos around the gym now because we're doing a little bit of gotcha sparring, they'll get they'll wear one on the leg and they're like, get yeah, no, It's, good. it's like that no, it's not good, man. You are just fucking like more a leg kick yeah. and if someone throws that yeah, ball, exactly man, right. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly.
1: You know, like, but yeah, like it's finding that I suppose that yeah. that easy medium, you know, like of, of being a good sparring partner where you're gonna be able to take it, but also not going, ah oh, fuck you got me, I've got to get him back. So he knows it either
0: and i like it's there another i always
2: do that is with one like with the like a couple of the girls who got in their gym at the moment i was like what do you think your weakest thing is and they'll be like oh whatever my left kick i said i'll this whole round if you don't land 10 left kicks you're going to do 100 burpees or something like that you know what i mean yeah yeah, i'm like the whole reason you train is to get better so if you don't train what you're bad at then obviously you're not going to get developed you can you can just keep working on what you're good at and develop that over more and more time but yep. you want to be a whole rounded person we're concentrating your weaknesses yep. trying to get them better cuz then yep. if it doesn't work you go back to your strengths yeah exactly yeah for sure
0: i was actually um the other thing as a good teammate is listening to your trainer and and knowing what your trainer needs you to be doing with that person yeah with that yeah. person yeah like
2: yeah um and just understanding that not one person no matter If you're the WBC world champ, or if you're having your first amateur fight, understand that you're no bigger than the team. You know what I mean? Like, in one way, this guy down here can still contribute as much as fucking you know the world champ. Yeah, Yeah, they're fucking obviously better. Yeah, but you're not. You're not a better. You're not better than the team as a whole.
0: No, no, for sure. Like, and and yeah, you can't. You can't sit yourself on top of the team. Like, yeah, the, the team need. You need to be lifting each other up constantly. Like. And that that world champion is going to make that fucking first timer better. That's right. And that, but yeah. also yeah. that three or four of that first, those first timers is what's going to make that fucking when they do the, the clinch raping of like four on one or something, is what's going to make that world champion better. Even uh, yeah. I
1: think uh, like I tell uh, Jai a lot because he's just about to get into coaching as well. Like yeah. you've got some of your guys who you're starting to trust them more with yeah. with their coaching and stuff like that. I think – and then you'd find as well, just with your own coaching as well, probably the more coaching you do, you'll find flaws in your own techniques that you're going, oh, shit, I'm teaching this. Oh, shit, I've noticed that. I don't do that right either. Yeah. And then you notice that as well. I think coaching makes you a better – definitely helps you. Funny, Funny you say technique. that because
0: a post yesterday from um, boy Superboy from 8Blades shared it, but then um, Alexi – shared on because yeah yeah
2: yeah I saw like that,
0: yeah. when when Alexi was like whinging about his fighter not listening and but tra- but um superboy was Alexi's trainer because when you, when you're when your tra- when your student is now a trainer and he complains about his fighter yeah, not okay, listening yeah, yeah, but he yeah, was yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> he finally understood yeah, yeah. what was going
0: on. Yeah. yeah yeah that's so fucking good. It's, it's, like, funny, it's how, funny
2: how yeah well
1: it's like anything like we like we continually say and you'd probably be the same as well like the reason a lot of the time we'll bust balls as a trainer is because we don't want that fighter to make the same mistakes that we did yes. coming into it, you know. Oh, like yeah. It's only ever coming from a from a place of like of, of good like of good nature, good heart, sort of anyway,
2: thing. Yeah, good, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah,
0: like it's because yeah, especially if
2: you're there taking the time to try and develop the person, you want the best of them, you know. What yeah, I mean? So you're trying yeah, to tell yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So we're like don't do what I did and all this stuff. But you know yeah. the funny thing I found with especially with pad holding is it made me such a better fighter holding heaps of pad rounds. Yeah. I could see things differently on the other end, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. watching the way people move or, you know, how everyone has a different technique, whether it's the same technique. You line five people up and their right kick will be completely different. Yeah, And you see things differently as a, even just as a pad holder. Yeah, for and sure. I like, fuck, it, de- it developed me, like, yeah, my eyes could see things differently when I'd, I'd go back out and spar and i was like, oh, yeah, I can see, you know, they're moving that way and this way and Coaching makes a better fighter. I reckon.
1: Coming through your career and stuff like that, as you as you first started to, to where you are now, sort of thing, did you were your training sessions like so? For example, the, the gym that I came from in Perth, I came from Mac One in Perth and then moved over here, had some time with Rikers before starting my own thing. Um, we did like at Rikers, I didn't do pad holding much at all. We had pad holders down there, had a lot of like all the other dudes, like the guys who weren't fighting would hold pads. The gym that I came from before that, we'd hold pads for each other. So I've been holding pads forever, you know, like since I started the gym, I started in a general class where you're holding pads for each other all the time. Were you so coming from the fact that you spent your first seven months in Thailand, you would have done a whole heap of, you probably wouldn't have held pads in the first seven months of training, did you? Yeah. So,
2: Nothing how, how long have you been
1: paddling for in In comparison to your sort of career and stuff? Like, when did you start holding oh, pads only when you started coaching? One of,
2: the, or? one of the funny things when I first ever went to Don's. So, like, when I came back, um, the, that one coach that I was talking about, Lee, he'd hold, because there's only like five hours training. And then when I came to Don's, and I was like, because I, I, I made the move, I'm like, Muay Thai, I need to go to the best Muay Thai, whatever, you know, he's the best Muay Thai in Victoria. I went there, and I'm like, my first night, he's, like, asking me questions. I'm, like, yeah, mate, you know, undefeated, blah, 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 blah. Give me this big spiel. And then I'm hitting the bag. I'm, like, when am I hitting pads? You know it? Like, fucking we're hitting the bag, hitting the bag. I've done, like, 15 rounds. And I'm, like, I'm, you know, I didn't know any of the proper respect parts of things as well. Like, you know, I've just come from a joint where all they do is hold pads. For you. Yeah. And like, 15 rounds later, I'm, like, hey, man, like, when am I hitting pads? He's, like, I don't know. But won't anytime soon, I was, like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> Cause I just keep hitting the bag. I am like, fuck this little shit. I'm like, who's this little prick? You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it took me like a week to understand that I had to go and speak to someone and be like, oh, do you wanna do pads?
1: Yeah, and okay. Do yeah. The
2: pads together. And I was like, and I was like, oh fuck. It was it was, you know, it was good, but it was a bit completely different to what I was used to. Yeah. yeah waiting for yeah. the, you know, even Thailand or my other trainer. But then when i started holding pads i was like fuck this man this hurts yeah. <laughs> like, i was like i don't want to do this but then once i yeah once i understood how the dynamic of, that, of our gym was working and things like that i like really started to enjoy that part of it cuz like i said i'd watch things and then because you wouldn't be with the same person every time you'd be with a different person every time yeah, right, they'd yeah. have a different a different combo or a different structure or yeah. yeah, you know, just, yeah. yeah made me made me a better pad holder every time now I love, I actually love holding pads, like, all day, every day. Like, I do six to eight PTs a day just holding pads. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. I'll go in at night and still help all the fighters and hold pads, you know? Yeah. But I actually fucking love it. This is a bloke who's,
1: how, how much did you weigh, said you weigh?
2: 140, so it's a bit yeah. easier for me. Yeah, you know, bit, like, yeah, like,
1: I'm 70. <laughs> I'm half of you. And I, I actually, actually go. what day does it say?
0: When Mon- to Monday. Oh, it's fucking Monday, Monday. Yeah. So this
1: morning, I had a bloke. This morning, he's your weight. He's like, well, he's 130 oh, kilos. Yeah. So I hold for yeah. a bloke. Tie boxer, 130 kilos. Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4am in the morning. It's good fun.
2: <laughs> That's like one of the, bro- the one of the bros is holding for me at the moment. I just kind of been teaching him how I want to hold pads. The, the other day we did. Uh, I really went at it. Like, cause I just been kind of moving. I was like, fuck it, man, need to up the ante a bit. Got to the second round, and he went back and put another belly pad on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. fuck this, bro. You're not wearing two belly pads. I was like, yeah, straight, man, whatever it takes. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> shut up. up. Go with poor it. C- Just fucking deal with it. Like, I, felt, I was like, "This pork. I felt like it's pork, you know what I mean? But he was loving it. He's like, fuck it. This, like, this is like a roller coaster.
0: I <laughs> oh, it fun till you turn into Donnie with Donnie's arms? Oh, this dude. This yeah, man, the poor man. boy.
2: So again, right? Like, knees are few and far between these. Like, he lip fuck can't leave me off the ground. So I'm like, here we go, buddy. Hold on, buddy. Don is like an arthritic nightmare now, man. His, his wrists are fucked. His elbows are fucked. And my wrist is like, you know. yeah, Yeah. i that's like a, a rite of passage almost. Though, you know what I mean? It means that you've, you've put in all that fucking work and then it's, uh, it's like a co- commemorative token to have some arthritis or, yeah. Arthritis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's right. funny. I, my worst thing is I've lost all my grip strength. Like I can't, I can't massage. You're yeah, used to me then, are you? I can't. I can still. <laughs> fat, I'm still, I'm still a chronic masturbator, but I can't. I um, I can't.
2: Like, it as hard.
0: I can't hold on to it because my fore. I think it's just because my forearms are taking such a fucking beating. I just don't think the muscles work anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it I've had same days same after sport.
1: after doing pads with that bloke. Like on, I'm pretty certain I've got some stress fractures in my arms. I eh? leave them for a couple of days, let leave it for a day. And I'm like, no, 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 we're good, eh? We're good. <laughs> but hey, for love of the game, eh? For love of the game. Exactly. Um, so you got any PTs on this Avo or anything like that? you were, were- Yeah
2: man, for so I got three, four, five o'clock and then Hopefully, I think it'll be a bit of a lighter night because of the majority, like, four of them, uh, four, three, three or four of them, three of them fought yesterday. So hopefully they have the day off today and just, you know, have a bit of time to themselves. But everyone in the gyms have a lighter weight as well, so it's a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should get Ken to the a lot of hole. the PTs, a lot of the PTs, I just fucking make them, I give everyone at least five rounds or sometimes ten, but do a lot of bag work and technique with them. Yeah, I'm cool. a big believer in your PT, should be, the technical aspect, and then when you go and do your classes, that's when you put it um, to practice. Yeah, that, that's how I do mine. There's a lot of a lot of. Because I say to them, I'm like, I'm like, man, if you want to be tired, go run around in circles outside. That'd be yeah, really yeah, tired. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? If you want to pay me, then I'm gonna pay me for my knowledge, not for my fucking. Yeah. You know, for my that's ability fucking, to make a jump like Body broken, so you yeah. can just so you can.
0: Well, do I'll something plug you, you up, but I'll put you on the road bike. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You yeah. Get a road
1: bike and kick fucking kick a bag until your fucking heart's content. But, yeah. Exactly right. Rightio. Uh, is that it for our question? We'll leave, we'll leave those. Yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave those version. two questions
0: and we'll, we'll do another recording on, on Wednesday. Yeah. Sweet as.
1: All right, well, we will wrap it up there. What I'll get you to do, Sam, just let everyone know the best place to uh, sort of follow you or to keep uh, their... What's what your uh, what's your
2: Instagram handle? Yeah, so I'm just Cass on the Instagram. And, um, yeah, I like to try... I'm pretty... I'm, I'm on it a fair bit, man. So, like, I get, I get back to people a fair bit and stuff like that. And I, I like to post. I post them my whole life on there, you know. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I overshare. I overshare everything, man. People want to know what I'm up to. It doesn't take much. Just go have a look. And
0: yeah, see what the do, you, um, <laughs> do you share dick pics on Snapchat at all?
2: Yes, yes. Um, without <laughs> sometimes with request and sometimes without request. <laughs> and uh,
0: what, uh, what about the uh, gym? Where,
1: if they uh wanna, what, I know you're leaving, but what gym you at now? What's the gym
2: you're based at now? Uh, yeah, so Superfire Gym in St Kilda, in Melbourne. The the most authentic Muay Thai left in Melbourne, that's for sure. A lot of 100%. a lot of the uh, gyms are getting better and better, but they're all usually byproducts of the gym. But if you want proper Muay Thai, you come down there, and then yeah, in Thailand, I'm at. Powerhouse Couquet. Uh, really good stable coming through there, man. We're, like I said, uh, emulating a lot of Leo's work and things like that. So hopefully we get some fighters up to, to the notion of those Brazilian boys and things like that. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Yeah. All right, man. We well, thank you very much for uh, being on today. It's been a fucking pleasure having a chat to you. Good luck in your next fight. Um we'll probably as I said we'll um, probably post a stream for that on the Ring Lovers podcast if you want to get on that. And, yep.
0: I'll be doing um, the commentary for it. Oh will you? Yeah, I'm over there for the commentary. Oh, so I'll be seeing you in two and a half weeks again, brother. From from awesome, well, thank you say, so
2: much for having me.
0: From thinking I'm not gonna see you at all to three times in place, yeah. Right?
2: yeah man. I was like, "Fuck! Hell, I'm never gonna see him for like another two years, and then I've seen him three times in a month." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet ass. All right, well, um, yeah.
1: Well, as I said, "Good luck on your next thing," and um, thanks again for for coming on. You've been a fucking ripper, ripper guest, and um, yeah. Appreciate it, All
2: love, boys. All love. Uh, appreciate we'll it, thank see, you.
1: Yeah, and we'll be back uh, next week. Um, I'll get this out. We'll be chatting on Wednesday again, so we'll finish up our questions. That we didn't get through today, so if you need to find me, you can find me at Stand Up Guy Podcast or Phil Tilt Fight and Fitness.
0: And I'm Team Pinky on everything.
1: On fucking everything. All right, guys, thanks again, and we will speak to you next time. Ciao, ciao. Peace,
2: peace. Yeah.